0: Nick Musto, what day of the week is it? It is Mock Draft Monday, and today we will
1: do, We will be doing our first mock draft of the year and Hell yeah. the Me
0: fans football podcast.
1: Absolutely, we're excited. We're going to be doing these every other week, and then more frequent when we get closer to the actual season and drafting season. Just to give you a picture and a, maybe a strategy to go off of any pick that you get in your order. Um, follow us on our socials at wag me fantasy we're on tiktok and twitter more prominent on twitter uh what spots are we drafting from
0: so we are doing a 12 team full ppr snake mock draft um i have taken the sixth spot and colin has taken the 11 spot um i took the sixth spot to kind of give you an idea as how to draft when you're stuck in that middle of the pack um you can really get your team to be very balanced being in this situation um you you don't have to wait 20 23 picks for the um for it to come back around to you and Colin is at the 11 near the end to show you what uh, a team can look like and draft strategies based around um, being at the end of the line you get basically two picks in a row pretty much you can really see what you're going to get in your second pick Um, so that's also a benefit to that spot and that's what we'll be doing here today
1: yeah I like choosing later in the first round because I like watching every Buddy else decide who they're going to take. And I'm going to let human behavior screw up before me and just let good value fall in my lap. But one of the pitfalls to having a late pick in the first round is uh, your strategy has to be on point early on. You really can't w- waste any picks or not have a game plan because like you mentioned, I have 23 picks to go between my second pick and my third pick. So I got to be careful. I have to make sure I'm not setting myself up to failure. All right. I think we're ready to start this draft. Let's roll. Okay. So first off
0: the board is Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Dalvin cook and Derek Henry. Um, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen. I really wanted one of those S tier running backs. Um, so now I'm going to have to make a decision. Do I take Cooper cup the best player in fantasy football last year, or do I reach for a running back? It's not really a reach, but. I'd be passing up on the value that Cooper cup offers me, but I've always gone running back, running back in the first two rounds. So this kind of, this is a difficult pick. Um, I think that I can get a receiver that can give me almost as much value as what Cooper cup can. He's not going to live up to what he did last year, but he still will, I think will be a top two receiver this year. Um, I think in this situation, I'm
1: going to pass on Cooper cup and take Najee Harris as Whoa. My first pick off the board. I would love so. Team seven got Cooper Cup with the seventh overall pick. Team nine gets Justin Jefferson. I would have loved one of them falling into my lap right there. I can't believe you passed up on two elite, the top tier between Cup and Jefferson for Najee. You can't really go wrong though. The running
0: back position is it's too slim. There's
1: there's not enough depth there. I had to I had to take what I had what, what I could find. Nope. Um. So I'm up with the 11th pick and uh, on the board at the top, we have Devonte Adams, Travis Kelsey, Stefan Diggs, And then we have running backs, Deandre Swift, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara up at the top of the boards. I'm thinking I'm going to be picking again in three picks. I don't, I want to pass on Devonte Adams. Not that I don't think he's going to excel at Las Vegas. I just, it's very risky to take him with my first pick. Um, He has a new quarterback in Derek Carr instead of Aaron Rodgers. He's in a new offense. You just don't know how that transition is going to ferment fully. So uh, I don't like bearing that amount of risk in the first round. I'm going to take a guy consistent, solid wide receiver one. He's got a top two and not two quarterback. He's got the best quarterback in the league and Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs is going to see. 160 plus targets in the season. He's going to have an immensely high snap share target share. And I think he's just got, he finished with over hundred catches over 1200 yards and 10 touchdowns last year. And fantasy owners were really disappointed by that. So I'm going to take, him. I got to turn that off again, <laughs> but I just think he's a, he's a star and he, you can't go wrong with him. I could have seen that pick coming from you. I know you're high on digs this year. So DeAndre Swift and Nick Chubb went away off the board during the turnaround. And that sucks because I really wanted Swift. I think he's got a monster season in him, especially in PPR format. So it's back to me. We have Tay again is sitting there looking pretty. Um Travis Kelsey also. Tyreek Hill, Alvin Kamara amongst the tops. I feel like I don't pick in twenty three picks, and if I don't go running back here, then my RB one is going to be somebody like Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, David Montgomery, somebody that I don't really want to be my RB one. So I'm assuming he's not suspended at all this year because that's some bullshit. It's just a mock draft, Mm -hmm. so we can we're pretending. Alvin Kamara didn't get arrested in January and he's not going to be suspended. I'm going to go Kamara because I got to set myself up. I need a solid water running back one. I can't be relying on somebody subpar. All right. And the guy who I was really
0: hoping would make it back to me did. Um, I have an elite running back in Najee Harris. Um, there's no other running back on the board that I'm really thinking, Oh, I need this guy over what receiver is left. And that is not Tyreek Kill. He is still on the board. It is a guy in Dallas named C D Lamb. And that's Ooh. my pick. I think that he is going to he's going to elevate his game this year. He's proven that the talent is there. And I think that he could finish top three this year.
1: I can't believe AJ. So AJ Brown went the pick after. I can't believe he's that high. I can't believe yep. analysts are that high on him. I think it's insane that he's so high. Devontae Smith is there. He's he's not a top 10 receiver. He's only finished there once. Tight end duo, Mark Andrews, and Kyle Pitts come off the board. Um, in between the turnaround, back to Nick, Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, among the other receivers off, you have Aaron Jones gone, Javante Williams. So now what are you going to do? I was really hoping Fournette would make it back to
0: me. He went one pick before me, Team 5 sniped me. Um, these AIs really have it out for me.
1: They'll suck anyways. They're the team that got AG bust. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> um, so since Leonard Fournette got picked, I would really want to go Deontay Johnson with this pick um the only thing is I have Najee Harris and I really don't like having the number one receiver and the number one running back on the same offense that's just setting yourself up for failure one of them is going to have a bad game almost every week you're gonna have like Najee outperform and Deontay underperform and it's just not something you want to deal with
1: no you lose Um, upside there for sure so looking
0: at the other receivers there's T Higgins, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, DJ Moore I don't really want any of those top four guys. And I'll hope that um, the receiver that I do want will make it back to me in round four. So I think I'm going to go running back here and Oh boy, I don't want to do this to myself again, <laughs> but I'm going to take, oh, I can't, I have CD. I didn't even notice that.
1: Um, hmm. It's about to go Zeke there for i was about to go season. zeke i i had zeke last year and it was terrible. he's very so. anti zeke i'd reach here and you know who i'd take
0: i'd reach yeah yeah i think i'm gonna go james connor in this situation 18 touchdowns last year um could have a great season again this year i'm not too worried about darrell williams I,
1: at most darrell williams is as good as chase edmonds and even with chase edmonds in full, james connor was a top five running back is that who you would have taken james connor yeah, uh I, I would love him at the end of the third, really. So Zeke comes off the board after Connor. Patrick Mahomes, the second quarterback off the board. Josh Allen left run to four. Antonio Gibson, George Kittle go back to back. So it's back to me. I have Kamara and Diggs, and I pick in three spots again. And here we are. So Cam Akers is the top running back on the board. Darren Wallers, the only elite tight end remaining. T Higgins. Justin Herbert, Dave Montgomery, Deontay Johnson, among the others at the top. This is an easy pick for me, personally. I would have taken him already if I didn't have Najee. Yeah, I think I like Deontay Johnson in this spot. Um, I could get Justin Herbert with a a top three quarterback. I would be a set it and forget it. I don't have to worry about it. But since I don't pick uh, after the turnaround, I don't pick for another 23 spots. I really don't want to spend a high caliber draft position on – Justin Herbert or any quarterback I'm okay with waiting and getting somebody else middle of the road all of them are going to score a lot of points so let, give me Deontay Johnson as solid of a wide receiver two as I can get pair him with Stefan Diggs and then right after the other two guys you would have been considering in this
0: spot Justin Herbert and T Higgins go off the board at the turnaround
1: yeah like I'm okay with T Higgins but I just think the upside is lacking there he's really efficient with the targets that he sees He scores a lot of points off of the little amount of receptions he'll have. Um, But he's not the number one option there. And if I'm going to spend a third round pick on a receiver, I want the number one option. Okay. So it's back to me. I need a running back to pair with Alvin Kamara. Darren Waller is sitting there pretty bad. I'm not on that train this year. You got Cam, Cam Akers, Dave Montgomery, J.K. Dobbins, Josh Jacobs, Brees Hall, among the top running backs on the board. I th- I've been anti Acres. Mm-hmm. Um, I Literally. just I'm not appealed to him. He looked awful coming back from injury over the postseason. He made a really fast recovery, historically fast. Um, but those Achilles tears, man, they ruin running back careers. I'm gonna take a guy that. Oh, I don't know. So I'm contemplating between David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs. I think both of them are very safe. Mm -hmm. um, Top 15 backs. One's in a terrible offense. One's in an elite offense. That's the deciding factor for me right here. I'm going to take Josh Jacobs, even though he he probably could have went 10 spots later. Um, I, I feel safe with him. And then
0: Montgomery goes right after your pick, followed by Waller, McLaurin, and Dobbins. Personally, I would have taken Montgomery there. I think that he's going to get a lot of work as he always does. Um, even last year after coming back from injury, he just took a, Khalil Horbert Herbert was playing right. great. And Dave Montgomery just took over that offense again. I think he's the guy and I think he gets work. So I am up now. Um, I am set at running back with Najee Harris and James Conner. Um, I have CD Lamb as my wide receiver one, and I'm really looking at a second wide receiver here. Take
1: DK Metcalf. I'm
0: not touching DK Metcalf. I want no part of him. I, as much as I love DJ Moore, um, Sam Darnold just
1: DJ mediocre. Can't.
0: yep, yeah, DJ mediocre. I just can't <laughs> do it with Sam Darnold at the helm. Um. So really, I'm, I'm debating. I know you're pick. pick between Amari Cooper and Jalen Waddle. Ooh, I didn't even um, notice Waddle was right on me. Both of them I'm very high on this year. Um, however, I think that with Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, Amari Cooper is going to be that guy. I'm going to take Amari Cooper, the two Dallas receivers on my team. Um, and after that goes Cam Akers, DK Metcalf, Brees Hall, Michael Pittman, a great pick, Lamar Jackson, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton.
1: Alan Holy Thomas, shit! Bennett, Michael, Thomas, why isn't anybody Jalen. taking Jalen Waddle? You just yep, got Jalen Waddle with the
0: turnaround. Wow, I did not see that. Coming. That
1: that is so bad. Bots, bad so bots. This does. I'm I'm not completely set
0: on Jalen Waddle quite yet. I'm looking at running back as well, Ooh. and Elijah Mitchell's on the board. I think that in this San Francisco offense, he is my baby this year. I think that he's going to elevate his game as well and be, I think, a top 10 running back this season. And if I can get that in the fifth round, that's very tempting. It offers trade value, offers depth to the running back position because oftentimes we see running backs get injured. However, Jalen Waddle is Jalen Waddle. We saw what he did last year. He's going to rack up receptions. This is a very difficult pick for me. Where do you lean personally?
1: The value in Waddle is immense here. Um, I can't believe the discrepancy between him and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek went at the 20th overall pick, and we have Jalen Waddle right around, what is it, 52, 53. Mm -hmm. And I still think Waddle outpaces Hill in his native offense in targets and receptions. And I think Mike McDaniel is going to unlock him a little bit more with Cedric Wilson starting in that slot spot. I think he's going to play more vertical, show off that 4-2 speed. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely team Waddle here, but you can't go wrong. Personally, I like Travis Etienne more than Elijah Mitchell. Um, That's who I originally thought. And then I saw your baby hanging out there. So Mm -hmm. choose as you may.
0: So also, I'd also, I'd like to say this, if Chris Godwin is still in this position with him. We know that he's healthy. I'm taking Chris oh, Godwin yeah. every day of the week. But I think right here I'm going to solidify that running back depth. There's receivers
1: that I can get in the later rounds, and I'm going to take Elijah Mitchell. Wait, Allen Robinson went? Holy shit, why? <laughs> That's a great question. Sutton went before Judy. Even the bots know who's the alpha dog in that offense. I'm a Judy guy here. but So Nick took Elijah Mitchell. Jalen Wild goes to pick after Chris Godwin after that etn off the board so those were the top three guys um talent and value wise that are really wanted hollywood brown goes to pick before me and now i am up i have two running backs two wide receivers josh jacobs alvin kamara Stephon diggs deontay johnson both duos i really like and so at the top of the boards we have joe burrow tj hawkinson and kyler murray i don't really like i'm not big on any of them don't really need a quarterback right now ceh and damian harris are the we top running backs on the board C-E-H. yeah I, I don't and d hops the top wide receiver with mike williams being the second so i'm gonna anchor down my tight end position in the fifth round that's earlier than i took a tight end last year dalton schultz is a guy that he finished as tight end three last year and hawkinson went the pick that's after a so pick. thank goodness
0: schultz yeah
1: well. schultz um he went as he Finish as tight end three last year. I think he finishes just as high. Uh, Mari Cooper has gone from that offense. He had a really good chemistry with Dak Prescott. They're going to be airing the ball out. And Michael Gallup's not returning from injury at the beginning of the season either. Yeah. I think he's a target magnet and he has double digit touchdown potential. I th- I think Schultz is going to finish higher than Darren Waller and George Kittle. I'm would.
0: I. I'm also very high on Schultz this year and that would have been my pick if he made it back to me. Um, sadly he did not. And that was a great pick so
1: here I am. I have two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end. Sixth round. I won't pick for 23 more picks. Um, my two running backs are pretty injury prone. Do I want a third running back? Let's see. There's Damian Harris, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Walker, AJ Dillon, Kareem Hunt. I don't feel like reaching on any of them i think i want to go a wide receiver Ooh, yeah i'm gonna do this to y'all i'm gonna take deandre hopkins even though he's suspended six games i think he's gonna come back and still be the number one option in that offense he scored what nine touchdowns last year i think it was Mm -hmm. in the limited time he had on the field So, I think he's going to, he's borderline wide receiver one territory for fantasy when he's on the field. So, in round five, I took Elijah Mitchell over Jalen Waddle, hoping that one
0: particular guy would make it back to me in round six at receiver. And he did. And that is Adam Thielen. And I don't really need to think about it. I'm just going to take him. I was thinking about Um, him. He's a touchdown menace. He has a great connection with Kirk Cousins. And I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. That's a
1: great name for him, especially with the mustache, the menace. (laughs) The menace.
0: Okay, so then after Phelan, uh, Miles Sanders, Kyla Murray, A.J. Dillon, Brandon Cooks, Damian Harris, Drake London, Tyler Lockett, Dak Prescott, Garrett Wilson, and Amon Ross St. Brown all
1: go, and I am back up. So we didn't cover it, but Traylon Burks was the first rookie wide receiver off the board. That's interesting. Um, Even though I think he has the best opportunity being in Tennessee's offense, something about him rubs me the wrong way. Yeah,
0: and I also just – Tannehill is – he's. He's had
1: his best season, and Robert I, Woods is the number. one. Robert Woods
0: is the number one uh, receiver on that team.
1: But you know he can't step into that AJ Brown role. We'll call it that because mm-hmm. nobody else is AJ Brown. Only only AJ Bust is AJ Brown.
0: So I've got Najee Harris, James
1: Conner, Elijah Mitchell at running back, and CD
0: Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Adam Thielen at receiver. I think I'm very set in those positions. I think I got six elite guys. Um, so it's at this point that I would really start looking at quarterback or uh, tight end. And all the tight ends that I really had my eye on are gone at this point. I could consider Goddard, but with oh, the, the A.J. It. Brown addition, it's scary. You're right. Um, I think I might take the quarterback in yeah. the offense, and that's Jalen Hurts. Uh, the rushing upside is just you can't ignore it. He's going to run. He's going to score touchdowns with 70 yards on the ground as a baseline. Um, you're really not hurt in that position. I think that's a set it and forget it kind of guy.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a slam dunk pick. He's got, he was like the QB two for most of the last year um, before he got injured. So Goddard goes right after Kareem Hunt, then Juju and Elijah Moore off the board. And like, I do need a running back and quarterback. I need a third running back. Um, But I see a value that's just too, too immense, too big to pass up here even though I just went wide receiver I'm going to take a fourth wide receiver and murder all of you <laughs> this year in this virtual mock draft league Darnell Mooney's on the board I think without a doubt I'm getting him at like wide receiver 30 something right now That's a great I can't pass him up and now it comes back around to me and I can get a quarterback if I wanted to or a running back so I think it's an easy pick here for me
0: If I were you and I'd be going quarterback, and that's Russell Wilson in this situation. There is
1: Russ, and he does have he could finish as QB one, or I can wait and just take whoever. Like there's so many good quarterbacks. I can take Derek Carr, he'll get me 15 points every week. And okay, maybe I forfeit a couple points per game from Russ, but I need a third running back.
0: If you're looking running back, there's two guys out of, that, out of that top six on the board that I'd really look at here, and that's James Robinson and Tony Pollard.
1: James Robinson.
0: I, I think that James Robinson is still the guy in Jacksonville. I don't really understand all the ETN hype. He, in, he was injured in his first Robinson
1: season. just tore his Achilles. You want to talk about injuries?
0: Yes, yes, he did,
1: but, I mean, we saw how fast can come back. And, and he was dog shit, averaging two and a half yards per carry. That's fair. I think ETN's the RB one in that offense. Who's drafted as that? They spent a first-round pick just a year ago on him. Yes, I know he shouldn't have been picked with James Robinson being a yeah. great running back and whatnot. What I think? am gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna take Tony Pollard, yeah, and that's. that's I could take Devin Singletary, or I can take Tony Pollard, or I could take Rashad Penny. I already kind of know what I'm gonna get out of singletary and penny um i want the intriguing aspect of tony pollard one zeke injury away from being a top five running back yeah i think it's a great pick i think that it's a 1a1b kind of
0: situation in um dallas and tony pollard's a great pick he's a young guy and i think he's the future of that of that offense at the running back position
1: he's in his last year of contract too i I think think they're gonna juice him as much as they they should um
0: So I don't have a tight end yet. I just took Jalen Hurts as my quarterback, and I I don't see any tight ends on the board that I'm really willing to to reach on. I see a lot of value at the wide receiver position right now. Um, Tight end, there's Dawson Knox, who's very touchdown reliant. Zach Ertz, who I think with the addition of Marquise Brown may – He may see more targets
1: from Zach Ertz, and I don't like that. He was really good with how D hop on the field. He was Um, he was. You know, then what do you do from week seven to eighteen then with him?
0: Exactly.
1: Solve five less targets per game.
0: So at this situation, I don't really see a need to take a tight end right now. And I'm going to take Robert Woods, the number one in good. I think he's been he's been a great receiver throughout his career, um, and now he's finally the number one on his offense. And I think he's going to perform very well. He's a guy that'll get you ten catches, seventy five yards. <laughs> he's got a great baseline for receptions.
1: I hate team one's team, but at the same time, it's very intriguing. They they got they paired Jonathan Taylor with the committee of Damian Harris, James Cook, and Chase Edmonds, mm-hmm. and they have Debo, DJ Mid and or dj mediocre excuse me dj Moore and drake london and the receiving group but they have kyle pitts and lamar jackson so i really don't know what to think about that team i really like drake london this year too i was considering him brady went already all right so at this
0: point um i think i need to take a tight end um because there really is a huge drop off um And I think the tight end that I want, I'm going to reach for him, and it may be a stupid pick. I may be able to get him a round or two later, but I'm going to take Rob Gronkowski.
1: Um, No, no.
0: He's a touchdown hound. Um, You should have went. Cole Komet. I maybe should have went Cole Komet, but everyone said don't take Rob Gronkowski last year, and he was one of the top tight ends while he was healthy. Is he even playing? Do we know? I mean, as far as I know, he's playing. Um, He'll
1: probably come back yeah, regardless. Yeah, could change, but I think he's playing
0: football He's just partying. He's yeah.
1: just partying. All right, so every year. I am the only team without a starting quarterback. Um, I could continue to say F you and just put it off, but I think I should probably attend to it right now. And being around the turnaround, I'm going to take Deshaun Watson, not knowing I'm probably going to expect him to miss six games, mm-hmm. four to six games this year. When he comes back, he's going to be elite quarterback. So, and I could take a handcuff quarterback right around the wraparound, or I could wait. And there's a couple, couple valuable players out there. Could get a good backup tight end, could take Cole Komet from you. So uh-huh. I, here's, here's the separation between men and boys right here. Round That's 10, it. 12 team mock draft. May 29th or 30th. Oh, I Come think on, those confident. Let's see it. Yeah, yeah. Give me Kirk Cousins. And that's just in case if Deshaun Watson is suspended Not the pick at all. if if Watson's suspended the entire year, I have Kirk I can roll with, and he's still probably going to be a fringe top 12. Kirk's a good quarterback, he receives too much hate. And he's always been. He's a he's, stat machine. Yeah, he's, he's a stat machine.
0: He's solid. Um, okay, so what what do we have on the board here? Where's Michael Carter, Isaiah Spiller, Ronald Jones at running back. None of those really just intrigued just me. Straight shit. Yeah. Uh, so, receiver, we have Kenny Galladay, Christian Watson in Green Bay. That's interesting. Tyler Boyd, Sky Moore. Those are the guys that I'd be looking at here. Um, I could look at tight end. And I am – Considering taking another tight end to back oh, up, um, my yeah. boy, Ross, yeah, Ross sure. If your Rousey, guy's gonna stay retired, uh, I,
1: I'd take a tight end, yeah.
0: And I top think, two guys, I think the guy here would be Cole Komet. Um, and I'm glad that he came back to me in this round. He's gonna
1: going to get too stage. much volume, yeah, um, more. to not, yeah, to not be valuable. There's really just hot trash going off the board in between. Oh, Sky Moore Moore went right before me. That's yeah. that was my next bet. You just got blue balled.
0: Um, Okay, so now in this situation, I think that I'm going to take Collins quote unquote lead winner in Alan Lazard. Um he you, is you, possibly you. the number one in Green Bay this season. And I think that is nothing to ignore. And if you can get the number one receiver for Aaron Rodgers in round eleven. Um, I don't know how you can pass up on that.
1: So Alexander Madison went two picks before. That's who I wanted. Damian Pierce as well. Um, I, I need a fourth running back, especially since my third guy is only Tony Pollard. So I'm really one injury away from being thin and scarce in that position. So I'm going to take two running backs around this wraparound. And I'm not even going to worry about anything else. So. We're gonna take Tyler Algear. He's gonna be the starting running back in Atlanta. I think he's at Cordell Patterson. Uh, CP's not not like that no more. Um, and it came back to me: Russell Gage and Herb Smith. Smith went. Like him. Whatever Irv Smith is, whatever. So Hendo oh has an interesting spot on his team in LA. I that's who I'm gonna roll with because wow. you don't know if Cam Akers is gonna stay healthy. You don't know if he's even going to be effective. Um, So I I like Hendo from my perspective. He could shimmy his way to being valuable. He averaged 15 points per game Uh as a starter last year. I was really hoping he would make it to me. Should have turned off kickers. Yeah, I should have. We'll just ignore that. Yeah, For those of you watching on YouTube, that pick of Evan McPherson didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I need a little bit more running back
0: depth. And... Daryl Henderson was the guy that I really wanted there. He's now gone, thanks to Colin. Um, so, on the board, there's Cleo Herbert, Marlon Mack. Oh, buddy, you need a David running back, Kisic, too. Kenneth Gainwell, Nike minds. Yeah, I know. I've got three running backs. You've got three
1: good ones, though. I do have
0: three good running backs. Um, so, I'm going to take a look at the receivers here just real quick. Um, nothing, again, nothing that's really intriguing to me. Maybe Jahan Dotson, but I just don't trust that offense. Nah. Um, so I'm going to go to quarterback and I think I'm going to take a little bit of a reach here at Justin Fields. I think that he could ha- experience a leap here in year two, and I think that having him on my bench is not a bad situation. He's
1: like that was my point last year. Why I wanted fields, he's got he's just got top five upside with his mm-hmm. rushing capabilities.
0: Yeah, I've got two quarterbacks that are prone to run the ball, and I don't mind that at all in fantasy football. Okay, so now I'm going to take a running back, um, and that is Naheem Hines. Kind of a pointless pick, but in hopes that Jonathan Taylor goes down, it's a run-heavy offense, and he Hines could hold some value there. So I'm going to take him and move on with my life.
1: And now, Colin, you are up. I'm up? Yep. Okay. Um, So this is something that I preach as a manager is to cuff your own running backs and – being as it's so, I have Alvin Kamara and Josh Jacobs as my top two guys worthy of handcuffs. So I'm going to take the higher valued cuff, even though I get to pick again in three picks. I'm going to go with Samir White, the rookie running back out of Georgia. He's Vegas's backup, although they do have Kenyon Drake. Oh, like that guy's nothing. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to take Zamir White and I could handcuff. I don't even know who Kamara's backup is. I guess it would be Mark Ingram and Tony Jones. Mm Tongue tone. Um, I don't don't think either of them replace the value that Kamara brings. So I truthfully like don't think either of them are that valuable as handcuffs. Kamara's one of those irreplaceable guys. He's just used in so many different fashions. So I'm going to get my backup tight end. Here is a guy that was just handed money. I hate him, but he was paid as an elite tight end. So I'm going to draft him as one. David Njoku, you can have a spot on my bench.
0: See, I've always liked Logan Thomas too, but he's been injured and he's getting older. And I just think that this year you don't want any part of him. Okay. So now I'm going to look to handcuff my running backs. I'm not too worried about Najee Harris. He's never been injury prone, even throughout college. Uh, Never missed a game. He missed one game actually in college. Be careful. Elijah Mitchell did miss some, a few games last year, and I do see Trey Sermon on the board down there. Um, I, I don't like picking Trey Sermon. Is he really the backup? Um, yeah, I, I as my RB3, I don't really need a handcuff there. And then I also have um, uh, James Conner, who Daryl Williams, I don't see. Uh, taking over a number one role if James Conner were to go down either so I'm going to ignore that situation and I'm going to take a huge reach here for David Bell another league winner. fuck you on fuck you and he took case, both my
1: league winners and I
0: have Amari Cooper so in case Amari Cooper goes down I have David Bell his backup to fill in his spot now nah, David like Bell
1: him. is the alpha dog in that offense don't disrespect the man
0: Okay. So now I am up with my last pick in the draft and I'm going to take Trey Sermon. I guess he is the only real backup that I think would be valuable for my running backs. And I think that was an easy pick there.
1: Yeah. So this is my last pick and I only have four wide receivers, but they're, they're elite. I have Stefan Diggs, Deontay Johnson, D hop and Darnell Mooney. So that's as strong of a four as I can hope for. I do want a fifth though, just for roster balance. Um, so, we're going to go all upside with this pick and hopefully get a slice of that Dallas offense. We'll take Jalen Tolbert. Mm-hmm. Good pick. That's it. And that is the end of our draft.
0: We will be reviewing
1: our draft and our draft strategy in another podcast soon to follow. Colin? Yeah, uh, that was fun. That was honestly my first mock draft. I know you've done like 120-something, but that was my first mock draft of the year. So it's just interesting to see how to draft out of that late spot in the first round in a 12-team league. I hope you enjoyed these. I like them. We'll be posting a recap over our strategy and alternative strategies we could have taken Um, that'll be posted tomorrow. So hope you guys enjoyed this. We are signing off.